Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. If we know what we have to do, we know if we don't execute, we know if things don't go our way, or regardless if things do or don't go our way, we got to win. It's just simple as that. Miami, Pittsburgh. KC, any team, New England, whoever, we got to execute. That's just bottom line, point bank simple. Can't put it any any other way. You want to peak at the right time. I think this football team, we've still got our best ball to play, but we're turning in the right direction. Fakes the handoff, throws it over the middle, and it bounces high in the air. It's caught by Trent Sherfield for the touchdown. He looked like a center fielder in a baseball game. It got deflected at the line, popped straight up in the air. Sherfield spotted it and pulled it down. You're listening to Jeremy and Joe on the home of the Bills. WGR Sports Radio 550. Hey, everybody. How are you? Good morning. Jeremy and Joe. Joe's back. Morning. You were sick all week last week. Yeah. Couldn't couldn't talk. Yeah. Good to have you. Usually that's a key in this profession. (laughs) It can be big. But there are times where I've been out sick because I couldn't talk, but I felt like a million bucks. You were were both sick. I was definitely both, yeah. Well, welcome back. Thanks. It's it's Buffalo Bills football Monday. It's Buffalo Bills game day. We've had ourselves a weekend. Yeah. It was right? it was also destiny, by the way. The I, I the game couldn't happen without me getting on first. Yeah. I had to get in on this game first before it actually happened. So well, But f- the weekend was nuts yeah. from beginning to end. Yeah, I think so. I mean I, I live in the North Towns, so the North, well, North Buffalo, where there still is a travel ban in the city of Buffalo that lifts well, maybe just lifted four minutes ago. So the North Towns, of course, had their travel ban lifted by the governor yesterday. Yep. South Towns, it's still snowing, and the band is coming back up this way. We're going to get the latest from Patrick Hammer coming up at 640. Sal joins us at 7 as we prepare for this like it's a game day, and the game will not be pushed again. There's a lot that has happened, of course. There's reports, uh, Bulldog confirming, that the NFL wanted to move the game to Atlanta. Yeah. And yep. the, the Bills pushed back on that to host it, and they will host it 430 today. So that's out there. We've got the Bills still asking for shovelers. This is the plot of the movie Dunkirk on some level. Get out <laughs> there with your snowmobiles and your ATVs or whatever, or just bring shovels because they need shovelers now to make sure the stadium is empty, is cleared for this game. So, yeah, hi, good morning. Plenty to get to. Give us a call, 803-0550. Especially those of you that are in and around the stadium I mean, we can give us some like man on the street, woman on the street stuff about if it's still snowing where this this band is, because 
Lake Snows are finally leaving the area and heading to Buffalo and Cheektowaga and Williamsville today. So depending on how much snow gets dumped here, maybe they can clean up at the stadium, and Joe, maybe people like you and I have to dig out again to get down to the stadium today. Right. The, the storm's just going to be in the middle Yeah, no matter what. And I heard Aaron Minkowski talking about this. might have been last night that the biggest problem for going to the game might be parking. That with all this snow, there there's going to have to be plows and yep. you know you're clearing lots and you're going to lose a lot of the parking spaces. So oh, yeah. so maybe anticipate walking a little farther. Now Aaron said that possibly before another half a foot fell. So it's uh whatever. It, it's nuts. It's kind of fluid and this snow event that Friday was here saying I feel like it's just going to be a winter storm. I don't think it was supposed to be a 3 feet guy. But here we are. It was windy, lake effect, we don't know where to land, and they accurately forecast that it would land over the stadium for a while. Yeah. And thank goodness they moved the game. And it had that same shape, that storm of, like, it's a snowblower coming off the lake yeah. where it just kind of sits over one pocket and just hits it for 48 hours. So thank goodness they moved the game because the visual, the videos of the stadium <laughs> – when game time approached, like yet what yesterday's game time would have been one o'clock on Sunday, and seeing reporters with videos of like, okay, this is the stadium. This would have been game time. Pat Hammer, I think he was even down there, and I think he described it right on Twitter. And we'll talk to him thirty five minutes that it would have been worse than Bills Colts. Yeah, it was. You couldn't see the stadium from like the closest lot that you were at, except for like a very faint shadow. Like they wouldn't have been able to play the game. Even if, I, I don't know, like if they had, although oh, we'll keep the game and fans just can't come. I don't know. I, I still feel like they couldn't have played, they couldn't even played a football game. No, no. And, right, like, I, I get the feeling that a lot of people, I don't, I'm not saying us, right, outside looking in saying, how is it over there? They have not really experienced a true blizzard. They've really not experienced true Whiteout conditions, blizzard conditions. Mm-hmm. They just think they've seen a lot of snow. Yeah. Maybe at their house once in Pittsburgh, it snowed eight inches and they thought, <laughs> wow, this is crazy. Yeah. And that's not what's happening here, of course. You know, like, no, this is like eight inches per hour. Yes. Yeah. And, you know, you're, you're, you're 60 mile an hour winds and damaging winds. So the good news is, at last check, listening to county government and the mayor, that there were not any fatalities as of last night. I went to bed last night listening to Bowerly and Bellavia with their coverage on News Radio 930 WBEN. So continuing coverage, of course, on 930 WBEN. We've got this game here that, I, I mean, hopefully gets played. I th- they say it won't be pushed again, so yeah. it might just be for better or for worse. If you want to try to get there, it might be tough, and getting home might be tough, but you won't be in danger. And the governor, Which is the most important part. Right, by the, far. the governor said yeah. something to that effect. Like it's still going to be difficult. It's still going to be a cold game, possibly with snow and some wind. JJ Watt, for anybody that thinks you know the, the elements are no longer a factor in football. Yeah, it's still going to be bitterly cold and outdoors. But maybe the surrounding conditions won't threaten the lives of thousands. Yeah, and man, like the the, the other looking at the stadium from five hours ago. Like, I, what What if they just don't have enough? Like, is that is that a possibility? They just don't get enough shovelers? They don't have enough time to clear the snow? If more was dumped over overnight, which it looks like? Because, I don't know, like, what happens if you just show up to the game and there is just a mountain of snow 
on, on your seat. Like, I, I guess you could just clear it with your hands, but where are you then putting it? You're putting it on someone else's seat? I don't know. They're, I mean, they're I trying... Mean, they're trying to shovel now with lots of people. Were you at Bill's Dolphins last year? Yes. Do you remember the amount of snow that was like in the seat areas? Yes. Because that was a game where there was a lot of snow that day, but it was right before the game, so there was no time for shovelers. Like It was just, all right, we're going. And th- th- it was not like this. But I remember showing up to my seat at that game, and it was just buried. And then I was standing on the packed snow that was on my seat the whole game, and that was uncomfortable. So, I mean, a lot of that turned into snowballs. So maybe this becomes a snowball game. Yeah. But I, it, there is so much snow left at the stadium as of this video that I'm watching right now that was like five hours ago. Yeah, well, hours and hours and hours to go to get this thing cleared for the game. Okay, 803-0550, our number on the decision, which, I mean, I don't think you're going to hear too many people say it was the wrong decision. It got worse than expected, and... Some reporting down there near the stadium that another two feet fell overnight. So, yeah, it would have been tough getting home, and it would have been potentially a disaster. It's hard to get home from Bills games when the weather is clear. To be stuck in that stuff while it's falling around your car, the number of cars that would have been stranded, I mean, it would have been a disaster. No, it would have been been dangerous. Yep, total mess. So anyway, we'll get the reports from down there. We'll talk about Bills Steelers. I want to make fun of the Steelers. A lot. Good. Good. A lot. And the good news is, I got a whole year of this in ahead of time. Oh, yeah. No, this is not like... I'm one of the OG Steelers haters. Yes. I've been on this since Roethlisberger started 11-0 on a bad team, Mm -hmm. and they were 11-0. So I get to flex my hate the Steelers muscles, and that's going to be fun for me today. I've been waiting all weekend. I've been patient. I haven't been taking the bait from the trolls. I figured, I'll just go after it at 6 a.m. on... On Monday. He's, he's got a list over here. Yeah. I, I oh, I'm ready. I'm ready. We'll get after the Steelers a little bit today, too. We'll start with uh, East Aurora. Mike in East Aurora. Good morning, Mike. Hey, good morning, guys. Um, I just wanted to let you know I, I drove from EA to Buffalo this morning, uh, and it was uh, very scary, and I probably shouldn't have. But uh, it's, it is absolutely insane to me that we're probably, what, around nine hours till kickoff? Yeah. And uh, I... I I just don't know how, because the driving ban, the plows aren't driving. So um, the 400 had two feet of snow on it. It was pretty scary. Um, and the city is actually pretty pretty bad, too. But um, I ho- hopefully the fans can get there, and they're not going to push the game. So, um, And then a comment on the game. Everybody keeps saying that, you know, why does why does everybody assume that Pittsburgh has a better running game than everybody else in the league? <laughs> I know. And like statistically, we are very much better than them, and we have the best running quarterback in the league. And you know, and, and, and throwing it's not out of the question. Obviously, if you watch the the Chiefs game, the, it did, that goal didn't stop Patrick Mahomes from completing lots of passes. So, I think uh, I'm I'm actually extremely confident about this game. I'm a little more worried about the rest between this game and the next one. So hopefully everybody gets there safe and uh, go Bills. Thanks, Mike. Drive safe. And, uh, yeah, I I echo that thought. The number of times you would read, just as a given, oh, with the Steelers' run game. What run game? Right. The Steelers have a great run game? Haven't they been notorious for having a bad offensive line for, like, five years now? Yes. Najee Harris's yards per carry is 4.1. Uh-oh, watch out for that Steelers run game. Now, maybe they run it over the Bills today and they win because they have a good day. But it's it's funny because yeah. I think what happens when you have a bad offense that will hand off the ball 
a lot. You'll get mm-hmm. decent numbers in the run game and be a volume run team, and people will say, well, you know, look at that run game. Uh, yeah. Congratulations. They rank 20th in the NFL in yards per attempt. They rank 21st in yards allowed per attempt. So they're a bottom fifth, they're a bottom 12-13 team in both rushing offense and rushing defense. Yeah. But who would know that? You, you, well, you are required if you're on one of the television shows to say, I see that Steelers logo. Well, think about how they run the football. Isn't that it? It's the brand. It's the logo. It's the 70s, right, that, <laughs> that makes people think that they're good running the ball? I guess. Like it's, it, has, it has to be true. Well, they're the Steelers. They have to be good at running the football. Oh, this is their type of game. It's their type of game because of the logo, right? <laughs> right and right. Tomlin. And, you know, again, Friday you weren't here. The idea that the weather is the great equalizer. No disagreement. The idea that it was a toss-up to me was a little bit much. I still love Josh Allen and the better run game. But it was interesting. They The, the, the line never faded. Not, right? like the, not the, once. The total came down, which is kind of amazing. Yep. But the Bills were always a 10-point favorite. Yep. Never moved once. I, I might have seen nine and a half after it got moved to better weather. <laughs> right. So the whole thing about whether it favors them and whether the great equalizer. It's also been really fun watching Steelers fans flip out. Because now they'll be forced to play a game straight up. <laughs> oh no, mm. you have to play a football game. It's still in bad elements. It's gonna be cold. It's cold out today. It's it's colder now than it was pretty much most of the weekend. My car said nine degrees. I don't know if that was it's, right. I'm looking at nine degrees right now. Nine degrees. And the temperature around kickoff for this game. I mean, you're talking teens and yep. wind chill in the single digits. So. Oh, we finally broke that streak, huh? Yeah, the consecutive days without yeah. temperatures in the teens is over. Made it almost 11 months. Yeah. Cold, but we're thinking, I mean, the the weather part of this game now is fans getting in, where to park, are your seats covered in snow? The I mean, again, we'll find out in like 25 minutes more so, but I the weather destroying the football game itself. Yeah. I mean, I, I watched I watched back a bunch of some just some old Bills weather games over the weekend on YouTube. Watching some of the the Bills and Patriots win game. Do you remember the Bills kind of figured out in the second half of that game that they could throw the football? Yep. Like they didn't in the first half. They figured it out too late. Yeah, that, but like they were able to throw it a little bit, and the 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 zero degree weather game. Here's Dolphins fans over the weekend complaining still that they had to play a football game. In negative weather, which is why they only scored seven points, and like, hey, the Bills scored a touchdown in every drive in a zero degree <laughs> weather game. Yeah, it's like cold, fine. Like, and this is this is what this is the first thing that was said about Josh Allen when they drafted him is this guy can throw it through the weather. So now that the weather is not as bad as it was going to be had they played on Sunday. Yeah, I, the 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 weather being an equalizer to me was overstated in the first place, and now I mean, I'm I'm thinking the Bills are gonna can cruise in this game. Well, let's hope so. Is it good news? Just don't screw up. Basically. Well, speaking of that, is it good news? Isn't there a part of you out there you had heard a seven has never beaten a two, and then well, it happened? Packers over Cowboys. Oh, yeah. great, perfect. So the Bills won't be the first one. And there's no way it's going to happen twice in the same well, postseason, I hope. Let, one year ago, it was similar. It was a seven seed with its third-string quarterback you know, coming into your building, and you were a, you were a double-digit point favorite. And how I – mean, I think Mason Rudolph is 
has showed to be more competent than Skylar Thompson was yes. in that Dolphin game last year. I mean, Rudolph really has been the best Steeler quarterback on the year. Yeah, Thompson's numbers in that playoff game were horrid. No, yeah, he was like 13-45 or 18-45, yeah. something awful. And on the final drive, they had a chance to win the game, and he couldn't even get a snap off. Didn't yeah. they take like three false start penalties or delay of games? The, what, what allowed that game to be close? It, it's what would allow this game to be close. Just you got three Allen turnovers, yep. and you had you had that game. You had the there's going to be a bunch of turnovers in this game, and hope they return one for a touchdown. How, how did the Steelers beat the Bills in the opener a couple of years ago? They got a blocked punt return for a touchdown. Like that, that's how you lose a game like that. That's how a ten point dog comes into your building in a playoff game and is able to keep it close. Is you either turn the ball over multiple times, or like what happened last year against Miami, or what happened against Pittsburgh a couple years ago, where oh, there's a block punt. And that's a seven point swing going back the other way. Eight oh three oh five fifty one eight 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 five fifty two five fifty. Had seen this morning that all the highways were still closed. Brian Mazarowski, our sister station down the hall, we'll get an update from them in a little bit too. That. All the highways. While there's no longer a travel ban, there can still be roads that are closed. There is still a travel ban, by the way, in Lackawanna, Cheektowaga, and Lancaster. And that's it. Yeah. But as of one hour ago, the 190, 90, 219, 400 were all closed. So, yeah, like it's still difficult to get anywhere. The Sabres have a game today to play, too. The right. Sabres game got moved to noon. And that's in five and a half hours. That, and that's right. And yeah. this snow ban, as it comes back up, like where's it going to park how long is it going to stay the forecast was always that it'll eventually leave the stadium area and go north well we're sitting north right now so maybe it comes up this way and dumps on us a little bit more 8030550 on the what do you want the dolphins do you want the chiefs here do you want i mean they played each other do you um, want last night's game between the rams and the lions i did think a lot about the dolphins this weekend a lot about the dolphins this weekend i mean they are i think they're they're after tua they they are they are after Tua is like this this is this is on you that we had injuries and you know it wasn't the perfect conditions for us but like we we needed you to step up we needed our quarterback to kind of like hey we we need you to put a little bit more on your shoulders and it didn't happen and they have to make a decision i think on whether or not to pay him don't they yes and how or how do you do that, right? You they can't they're not going to do it, right? Not with that being the last game that, that he's played, losing three in a row too, if you want, right. as the season ends. Well, I and I say- cannot get over him throwing a five yard pass on fourth and thirteen <laughs> with the game about to end. Yeah, like how that's, how do you do that? That's very Trent Edwards there. Yeah, it, I, I just man that throw itself would have been that's it for me. You you can't be you're not getting a contract for me if. You're basically giving up on the game. Like, hey, let's get out of here. Let's go home. Well, I'm in a land where I did to start this, which is if they move on from him, I saw a comparison. Like, McVay had Goff and said, this guy's not good enough, and went out and got Stafford and won a Super, okay. won a yep. Super Bowl. You, if you think Tua Tungavailoa stinks or is not good or is limited, he won the passing title. So... Mm-hmm. Just be careful what you wish for. Right. If you gave, what if the Cowboys got stupid and said, let's trade Dak? What if Dak went to Miami? Tua and a first for Dak. Or two firsts. Or, two, or what or the, if, the Stafford trade, yeah. yeah sure. No, that would be, that would be the Stafford trade. That's the Stafford trade. trade. Yeah. What, if, what if Mike McDaniel got a hold of, boy, who do I want here? Geno Smith? Kirk Cousins is a free agent. Sure. Anybody. 
I mean, I don't know if he wants Russell Wilson, but right. Tua won. But let's, but let's say it would, but, it would but, be Dak. But the, or po- just the, for the point is just Tua won the passing title. Mm-hmm. They managed to keep him healthy behind that line and have more passing yards than any team in the NFL with a guy that they're about to dump. So to me, I, I've seen a little bit of could Mike McDaniel lose his job. I mean, that's if that owner is very dumb, which he very well he might, might be. make yeah. a lot of dumb decisions. <laughs> I can't think of anything dumber than being like, wow. Yeah, this quarterback's no good. The coach got him the passing title. Yeah. We got to get rid of the coach, too. The owner is a Michigan man. It, Jim, hey. Jim Harbaugh. Uh, that I mean, that, I'm not even, like, I'm only half kidding when I say that. That owner really could do that. I would not, be, yeah. I would not be surprised. Yeah. Now, that would be good. You're right. Like, from a Bills perspective, the last thing I want them to do is go find, is go get their hands on a Dak Prescott. Because I, I would be, I would be even more legitimately terrified. Because I think right now the one thing that they have as a weakness is they get a couple of injuries. The quarterback's got to do a little bit more. He can't do it. And if they get a quarterback that can do what Dak does in that offense with those weapons, I I mean, how do we want to do the Goff-Stafford comparison here? Because in in essence, I would think that would work for Miami. They could win the Super Bowl making yeah, a trade like that. That's right. The flip side is, well, I thought Jared Goff kind of stunk and was like a Tua guy, and he's well, just they just want a playoff. Game. They just put him in another offense that does a lot of the work for him. Right. He's yeah. probably not that different. He's pretty good. But Allen in Toronto is next up. Hey, Allen. Good morning. Good morning. I usually come in to the games. I go way back to the days of. Uh, O.J. Simpson and Haven Moses, and I've been coming in most of the games. I'm not coming in today. It's just it must be an absolutely horrible feeling for all the players that are out there. You know, everything you know you need to do, you can't do. You're severely handicapped. It makes a mockery of your talent. And uh, I just wish they would have moved to Detroit. Well, I mean, I don't think the I don't, the, I don't think the weather today is going to limit their ability to play football. They're going to play. The, the 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 wind the sixty mile an hour gusts those mm-hmm. are those are gone, it's not expected to snow much more. It's just going to be a cold football game outdoors. So like if you're the players, I wouldn't have any expectation your ability is going to be handicapped today, um, other than driving in. <laughs> that might be the hardest part, which is again why the game was postponed to begin with. And uh, it's it's going to be very very tough for the players for the. Fans to get in and out of there. I, That's, I wish I could go. I would, yeah. I would love to go, but uh, just can't that, make it today because of the uh, because it's very very tough. Yeah, that's very true, Alan. This might be the toughest part of today. Is it's just getting there? Can they fill the stadium with fans, or will ten thousand decide? I just can't do it. It just doesn't make sense. Yeah, they've got a lot of time, and by a lot of time, I mean not that much time to plow and get things cleared, and all the pictures coming in from Orchard Park, West Seneca, are that in Hamburg, like, oh, yeah, two more feet overnight. Two feet, yeah, which I think exceeds the initial totals. At one point it became like ah, between one and three feet, and it sounds like they got all of it, all of three and maybe more. So, you know, getting in, making the decision about whether or not you should go to this game, if you have tickets, it, it's tough. I have a ticket. I I was geared up and ready to go on Sunday, mm-hmm. and when they postponed it on Saturday, I thought like, okay, that's the right move. My gear is ready, and I still plan on going to this game today and standing outside in the elements and hopefully watch the Bills get a playoff win. But there's definitely a part of me that's trying to do a little math on: is it worth the drive? Is it worth what time do I have to leave? Is the lot that my 
camper is in. Uh, is that is it plowed? Can right. you get into it? Yeah. Can I open the door of a camper which is two feet off? Because what's your what's your thinking about some of this stuff? Like, what, or what's my plan B if I show up to that lot and it's and I can't get into it? Exactly. Then now what? Now what do I do? Where do I go? And is everybody going to the same spots? Yeah, it's it's still likely to be a big big mess, but it won't it won't potentially be life threatening blizzard conditions. I do think on that front, like the parking will be very difficult. But I would imagine that a lot. I mean, what what are these lots going to be doing over the next nine hours? They're going to be trying to clear their lot. Uh-huh. But again, like that could take away some spots. Are we pulling in to our lot this morning. We didn't even get hit that hard with snow. And there's like there's. Three spots right in the front of our building that are next to each other and a handicapped spot next to it. And then there's no spots there. Then there's a million others. And you, you only get into two of them. Like the one on the right, because of the snow that's been plowed, like one's already been eliminated. Yep. It's one third of the spots right in front of the building, just not there. And that's in the North Towns where there was, what, an eighth of the snow that the South Towns got? Yeah, not that much. There's going to be way less spots. I mean, right. There's Some people will get pushed out of where they usually park. 8030550. It's a Buffalo Bills football Monday, but also a Buffalo Bills game day. They will have short rest to play the Chiefs if they win. Speaking of that, we're going to definitely dig into that. We are on the doorstep. One we win away so from Mahomes' first road playoff game. To getting Patrick Mahomes to play a road playoff game. And it would be here if the Bills can do the job. So, we'll talk about that, of course. The Bills-Steelers matchup. You said you thought a lot about the Dolphins. I thought about the common thread between the teams that won so far. Okay. 803-0550, to join us here on WGR. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. I expect that out of him. I mean, look, he's played plenty of football, and he's been in all different types of environments. And he just, listen, man, he's steady, he's reliable, he makes plays when you need him, and uh, and the guys love him. They respect him, and uh, he's a leader. That is Dan Campbell. Playoff win for the Lions. They are on to the second round. The divisional round, they will host the winner of the Eagles and the Bucks. My guess is they'll be favored, and I would pick them to win against either of those teams. Good for uh, good for Lions fans, though. Yes. They showed the 
the 82-year-old, 66-year season ticket holder Benjamin Cap on the broadcast <laughs> last night. And that man, at 60, 66 years as a season ticket holder, had only seen one playoff win before last night. That Wild. was it. Wild. And he got a second one. So good for Lions fans. 803-0550, we'll get some calls in and get your views on where you were, how, how it's been. And uh, Bill Steelers today. Get the job done, Bills. You know, get the job done. Oh, they ca- I can't. I can't have them lose to the Steelers. No, this is this is a no. They they must must win be- to keep the season alive. They must win so that I don't. You know, I don't devolve into insanity in the next eight months because I've got to I've got to think about the fact that their season yeah. ended to the Tomlin Steelers. So I teased something before the break. The, the thing I thought about for these first four games. Here's what I thought about: Bobby Slowick beat. Kevin Stefanski, those are both good play callers, by the way, but Bobby Slowick lit up yeah. the best defense in football with C.J. Stroud. Mm-hmm. Ben Johnson and Sean McVay, two great play callers. Ben Johnson, young, smart, going to be a head coach. Andy Reid over Mike McDaniel, and then LaFleur over McCarthy. The biggest guy that doesn't belong there is McCarthy. He yeah. got blasted. Yeah, Young. Except for Reed, who beat McDaniel. I mean, that's like Mahomes against and Tua. And Reed, we kind of give, we, we let him in that club yes. because he's, he's earned his way into that that's club. That's right. But okay. four wins for four of the elite league play callers, three of them pretty darn young. Yeah. Today, of course, if you're going just play callers for offense, because that's where I am on this, it's Joe Brady. Yeah. And the Steelers guy, I forgot his name already. He's like, he was like the running back coach. Yeah, he's not Matt Canada. He's done a nice job for them. And in Philly... You know, like Nick Sirianni. Okay. Yeah. It's just these four teams are not quite on the young, up-and-coming level. Brady is supposed to be, and I'm hopeful he can kind of continue to build this offense in a way where we think about him that way. But, man, Bobby Slowick, Ben Johnson are two of the big stories for me. And Matt LaFleur. LaFleur kind of resurrected Rodgers, and now he has Jordan Love looking like the best quarterback in the NFC? Yeah. And LaFleur really wasn't mentioned among those other guys. And was it because Rodgers... It's Rodgers. He kind of steals... Yeah. He steals the spotlight on that. And versus now, now Jordan Love, like, he needs to be in that class. He was one of the coaches that was in that Play Callers podcast yep. over the summer. Like, he's in that class. We just maybe haven't seen it or talked about as much because... It was Rodgers as his quarterback, and now he's got Jordan Love throwing. Credit to Love, though. That guy makes he makes some crazy passes. He makes some Josh Allen passes. Yeah. I mean, sidearm, falling back. So does Stroud. Those two, they both of those guys throw passes into the sky where the ball is off the the camera, and it just doesn't come back for like five seconds. Yeah. 803 The way it sets up, if the Bills win, they will host the Chiefs. which is amazing and on the other side of the AFC it's Ravens Texans and if you want the AFC championship game here beat the Chiefs and have CJ Stroud go in and beat Baltimore and the way he just lit up the Browns that doesn't seem nuts the Texans were really impressive Anthony in New York City hey Anthony good morning morning we got no snow down here guys (laughs) I bet we're jealous huh I said we're jealous How much snow do you get total? Oh boy, like about probably two, three feet, three, probably yeah. three feet. Yeah. Most people that are writing into us say they got two feet overnight. So my guess is three feet. I saw it on the Weather Channel. Yeah. Anyway, guys, with the weather this bad, 
You don't think they'll try to run the ball down their throat today? I don't know. They, they probably won't have to. The, the, it's not going to be a game where the weather is so bad that you can't play football. What about the wind? It's not going to be windy. It's not going to be windy? Nope. Not, it's not close to it. Not 40 not, mile not an hour gusts. Gonna, yeah, stop them from passing it. No, I mean, moving the game was about the safety of the public, but in the process, they got a little bit better of a game atmosphere. The, the, I'll pull up what the wind forecast is, and Patrick Hammer's going to call us in mere moments, so we'll get his take on this. But I think the gusts are now what the sustained winds were, like 25 gust. And as of yesterday, it was expected to be 25 sustained and 45 gusts. So... No, I don't think this is any win that'll be a problem for a quarterback to throw the ball. I think the Bills can just play their game today. So, thanks, Anthony. If they want to run the ball like that, can they? They did it one time. The Bills? Yeah, they did yeah. it to Dallas, right? Yeah. Like, can they have the Dallas game today? I mean, if they start to... One thing that's worth remembering about that Cowboy game, if you're thinking, oh, that they can do that against Pittsburgh, because Pittsburgh does not have a great run defense. They did not go into that game thinking they were going to run like that. No, it just worked, and they kept going. Joe Brady said it like the Monday after that. It was working. I wasn't going to stop calling it. Like It was an adjustment made by them that, okay, they're giving us the run game all day or they can't stop it. Let's do it. I, I think the same would be true of this game. If, if, if they run the ball 30 times for like 200 yards, it might be because they started the game, they were running well, and they said, okay, well, let's, let's keep going here. Let's, let's keep going here. I think the, you, know, you let Allen do what he does, and you don't stop because the wind's going to be, what, 10 miles an hour? No, no, I think it'll be fine. If anything, I'm, I might be one of the fans that has a bit of a nervous feeling that they might run it too much. Yeah, I, don't, I don't think they have to, especially you know, throwing against Pittsburgh might be nerve-wracking because of their pass rush, but T.J. Watt is still out. Their number one pass rusher is out. Yep. They still have a good defensive line to get to the quarterback, but I wouldn't worry about it too much. On the Western Hotline is uh, Chief Meteorologist, Channel 2 WGRZ, Pat Hammer, I knew you'd be up early because you told me you listen to our our first segment every day, so I knew I could reach out and I could I could get you on. You know, I we produce our show, our morning show, which starts at four thirty, around your show, <laughs> meaning I adjust my broadcast responsibilities to make sure I can hear the two of you at six. Wow, look at and this! And get at least four or five minutes of quality content. And then move on to what I'm doing. Well, I mean, if you're looking for four to five minutes of quality content, it might take four hours to find it, but uh, you'll, you'll get it in there somewhere. <laughs> right. Pat, let's talk about this, uh, where things are right now for the stadium, for the, for the snow band. It's moving away from Orchard Park. Is it, is it over at the stadium? It is. Okay. Uh, based on uh, Lauren Hall's live uh, pictures from there uh, and based on radar, the light snow, uh, a few flakes are still flying, but it is moving north. When I woke up this morning, uh, and it was at 1231 o'clock, and I saw the snow band shifted north, but then it came back south again, and it sat right over Orchard Park all night. And I was like, oh, my goodness, here we, you know, this thing's got to move north. And, and it is, uh, slowly. Um, right now, it is kind of focused. Oh, the big winner in all of this, two locations, Derby at 41 inches of snow and Lackawanna, I drove from Hamburg, where we have about three feet of snow, Orchard Park 2. Lackawanna has easily four feet of snow. Wow. And then you get to, you get to a, a South Buffalo, six inches, and downtown <laughs> included. Yeah. Um, crazy. So for the, for the game and for tailgaters and for travelers to the stadium, 
a completely different scenario from what would have been a disaster had the game been played yesterday. Yeah. I'm sorry, I was I was at this. It was a full on blizzard for a few hours. I mean, it would have been you couldn't see a thing. The wind was awful. I mean, it was such obviously a good call. Yeah. Um, today, it's going to be far better. It's going to be cold. But we lose the snow, we lose the wind. Okay, so that's that's the good news on that front. As we look back, you know, ultimately, did this thing the forecasts that came in that said postpone the game that happened because the idea was it would centralize over the stadium, and it did. Right? Did it do it even more than expected? Uh, yes, I would say this: the idea of the band going up to Buffalo uh, and then slowly descending upon Orchard Park was kind of the thinking. Okay. And in fact, when I was on with Sal last week, we were going through, okay, what's the best case scenario? It's like, okay, this band is going to be intense. It's going to set up, but it may, <laughs> the best case scenario is it's just north of the stadium and we're, we're on the fringes. That band set up right over the stadium and it did not move. And it, it started 10, 30, 11 o'clock. Um, and it just stayed, it was a hose of snow and wind it was blizzard-like conditions, I'm, I'm, without a doubt. I, I drove to the stadium just to, you know, I live right there, and it was incredibly uh, treacherous. And so I would say this, you know, it's hard to measure the snow because it was blowing around so much, but I would say the amounts were, or the conditions were, even a, a worst-case scenario than expected. Yeah, absolutely not. Some of the scenes we'd, we'd seen... And I guess the other thing I would ask, Patrick Hammer joining us on the Western Outline, um, you know, we've been through these events many, many, many times, and we continue to educate the rest of the country about what, well, how, how lake effect snow works. Yeah. And I fell victim, admittedly, to some of the, uh, you know, out-of-towners who were here calling us soft, who were saying, oh, you postponed for, you know, they, you know, they're showing pictures of we're in downtown Buffalo and it's not even snowing. Why'd they cancel the game? Well, first clue, the game isn't in downtown Buffalo. The game is in Orchard Park, 15 miles away or 15 worlds away weather-wise. Um, and, you know, Lake Effect is such a mercurial thing. It was a 20-mile band. I'm getting pictures from coworkers in Clarence yesterday and the sun is out. And I'm in a, you know, in Hamburg, a, 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 a torrent of snow that... Um, you know, it's not quite November of last year, but in Lackawanna, in some places, it's, it's, it's closing in on that in terms of the overall impact. Yeah, we won't have 70 inches of snow in Orchard Park, but when all is said and done, there's going to be two and a half, three feet there. Yeah. Um, and a lot of it was wind whipped, too. So the winds tonight, if you're going to the game tonight, expect uh, temperature in the teens. It's a 430 kick, so, you know, sun's going to go down. It's going to get cold. Yeah. The, the wind chill, wind speeds and wind chill. Okay, how much does this wind affect a football game? Right. I don't think there's much effect at all. Yesterday, you couldn't play. There's just no way. Today, 10 to 15 mile an hour winds, no problems. The only issue weather-wise is the chill. 18 degrees of kickoff, but even a 10 or a 15 mile wind in that temperature, your wind chill is in the low single digits. Now, when you got a lot of people around, you know, it kind of tends to warm you up a bit. Um, this is kind of reminiscent of the Ryan Fitzpatrick shirtless game yeah. from a couple of years, you know. But mm-hmm. I think it's going to be even colder than that. But again, or close to it, but we won't have the wind or the snow. 
All right. We'll let you get back to work. Thanks for uh, all you do. Thanks for all you've done. And uh, go Bills. Go Bills. And uh, thank goodness it didn't get moved to Atlanta, right? Yeah, right. Yeah. Yep. yeah. Patrick Hammer. Thanks, Pat. Uh, joining us on the Western Hotline. That The league wanted it in Atlanta. Does Atlanta just really want to see the Bills? Maybe. This is this is twice now? Two years in a row. They're trying to get Bills games. Yeah. Maybe that's just their go-to for if we got to move a game somewhere, <laughs> we're just putting it there. Yeah, I guess so. The stadium's nice. I've never been. But imagine it's nice. I mean, it looks nice. It does look nice. 803-0550. There's the latest on uh, today's game, the effects it might have. And, uh, you know, we'll be like, looking out the window to see if this snowman passes through us here again, which it's fully expected to do. Jeremy and Joe, it's a Buffalo Bills football Monday, also a Buffalo Bills game day as uh, pregame is pretty much underway. If you're on hold, we'll get right to your calls. Sal Capaccio, top of the hour as well, here on WGR. So I have a stat of the day for you, Joe. You want a stat of the day? Let's do it. Let's do it. Stat of the day had to do with the Texans-Browns game. Instead of they brought to you by Seneca Gaming in Irving, home of the biggest bingo payouts and slot machines with thousands won daily. So, C.J. Stroud, in that mm. game against the Browns, his QBR, which is the quarterback rating that includes rushing, sacks, fumbles, all that. Yep. It was 98 Four. Out of 100. Yeah. Yeah. Which is the highest QBR in the postseason since Josh Allen's perfect game against the Patriots. Yep. 98.4. And then Jordan Love went out and did, like, the same thing. Those yeah. two quarterbacks went out and put up two of the best performances in NFL postseason history. Yeah. So good on them. Is there a quarterback you'd rather start your franchise with in the NFC more than Jordan Love? No. That is a commentary on how weak the NFC is also, but yes, it is that and it's, it's a also, combination of youth and the skills and what he's done. And it really is a half season's worth of oh he figured it out. Like he was yeah. okay early on. He's been on a heater. And that receiving core they have in Green Bay is young and good. They are they are oh, they put up a stat yesterday. It was like the most receiving yards and receiving touchdowns, receptions by first and second year receivers yeah. ever, and, and it was like by double. And they don't even really have a true number one. I mean, Christian Watson sometimes, but he he's hurt. Jaden Reed could. Do you think he could get there for that? I don't know. I feel he's like, really good. I feel like he's too much of a. I, I sure fine. He's not like he's the, not like the the X receiver, right? That, right. Like, right. Yeah. But he's very good. Mary in North Tonawanda. Good morning, Mary. Good morning. How are you guys? We're good. Morning. How are good. you? Oh, I'm good. Um, I have a different question and obviously i know it's all about the bills today and for me too but we're also season ticket holders for the sabers and i am kind of stunned they are still going forward with that game today seeing as like patrick just said and i'm watching channel two um that band of snow is supposed to go right back up to buffalo and it's like Shouldn't their efforts be totally 100% on the Bills game? I mean, no offense, but this is a regular season hockey game. Just, they're just starting to clean up, and they're going to send thousands. Or there's gonna, and a lot of people are going with their kids because it's you know a holiday. And it's like, why on earth are they even thinking of having that game today? I'm, I'm kind of shocked. And is San Jose, I'm assuming they're here? Yes, they are. 
Yeah, and as far as you guys know, they're still having that because I'm just debating yeah. what to. I'm supposed to take my grandson, and and I'm like, I don't, you know, I don't. Is it going to be parking? Is it going to, you know, this storm going to go back down? You know, I mean, I know it's lifting from Orchard Park, but it sounds like it's going right up to Buffalo, and it's like, do I want to? I'm really not knowing what to yeah. do with that today. Yeah, thanks, Mary, for the the call. I mean, an afternoon game, right? For noon, probably a lot of kids there today with the holiday. To that point, uh, Patrick Hammer, after we hung up, reached out and sent me a message that snow is going to fall all day in Buffalo, which means travel to the stadium could be tricky leaving the city. And that, of course, would include the Sabres game. To me, the the differences are, and you know how much does this factor in, the Sharks are not going to come back. They would have to reset. They have to send the Sharks out of here without playing, and then come back. And then like five months. Come like back three in months. April. Yeah. I mean, uh, they must be on an East Coast trip. Their next game is Chicago tomorrow. Maybe the league would just say, "All right, get out of here and go to Chicago now, and we'll reschedule that game for later." That's a good point, though. Like, I wonder if the game, if the opponent was the was the was Montreal, would they be more likely to reschedule it? Because the Sharks got to come all the way back out here. If if you reschedule it for March, yeah, then they it, maybe they have another trip. They do, and and but in March. They have a trip with games against Philly, Pittsburgh, and Columbus. Yeah, but there's not a day in there to do it, really. I mean, it, there's they was to move multiple games around. Yeah, but they only come back east. I'm looking at their schedule one time in March. Yeah, the league could never just say, "Hey, these two teams are not going to make a difference. We'll just go ahead and scrap that game." <laughs> but that's that's probably what they could just say. We'll reschedule for a later date, and then just never reschedule it. it and see if anybody notices. Yeah. Well, stay safe because it is supposed to, the, the snow come through Buffalo. We'll get a break in. Sal Capaccio on the other side. I saw Sal on Buffalo kickoff live. They, st- they did their show. I was watching the Zoom. We'll get Sal's thoughts on the matchup with Pittsburgh. It's a Buffalo Bills football Monday. The weather, all that good stuff. Sal Capaccio, our Buffalo Bills beat reporter, joins us next here on WGR. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. 